Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Chris and Andre show. Uh, we're super glad you joined us this week, as always. Uh, I'm Andre. And I'm Chris. You, you sound so inspired to say that this week. And I'm Chris. That's even worse. Oh. But uh, <laughs> we're. <laughs> Make up your mind. Actually, what do you want? <laughs> we're glad that uh, Riverside's working out. Like the AWS issues are all cleared up. So I'm sure everybody on the internet's excited. This week, I'm super excited to have a. Um, well, we don't have friend of the uh, show Joe here this week. He made up a story about his kid having a birthday. Yeah, I don't know about that, but we do have um, a very special guest, somebody I know pretty well. Um, my my youngest son, Matthew Powell. Hey, um, how are you guys? <laughs> We're getting good. there. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, so Matt and I, um, like, we actually talk. Probably, I'd say at least twice a month and we have some pretty fun conversations and um i'm like you know what matt you're a grown man you should be able to have these conversations with other adults so uh, <laughs> love to see if you um join us in the podcast so i'm very honored that you're here and um i, I always want to say i love you because you're you're my you're you know yeah so i'm really glad you're here I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's have fun. Okay. I like how you like it. you prefaced all of that. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What you... I appreciate you thinking that I can uh, step up with the big dogs. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean... <laughs> like like this is some, you know, great honor to be invited onto the Chris and Andre show. Not to like, you know, beat down yeah, our other good. guests from the past or anything, but I keep, I, I always am just like, I, I use us as proof that like anybody can make a podcast. Anybody can publish on the internet. Like even these two idiots. But that's fair. Not as well or as us. This idiot, I should say. Well, yeah, well, and Andre. You, you, God, let's get at it. Let's talk about some politics. Ooh, fun. <laughs> It's time for politics. So, uh, one thing that kind of, I want to kind of preface this with, we got trolled on Twitter over the weekend. Um, It's a good old-fashioned troll job. Yeah, it it was amazing. The guy almost sucked me into the, like, to, like, to actually reacting and calling him stupid. And I was just like, I, I came this close, but I was like, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm, I just can't do it. But um, I want to just go on a record saying that we are not like, and it's not a disclaimer. It's just like the actual truth. It's not about partisanship with, with this show, or we never have, I never have conversations with my kids about, you know, right versus wrong per party. It's about what's the right thing to do. Um, Myself, personally, I've registered in both parties, and currently I'm now independent. And to be quite honest with you, I voted more Republican than I have Democrat in my entire voting history, but never a straight ticket. So what's inter- what I find interesting is, like, and I find sad, is the majority of people in these little corners of the Internet, they prove the points of fringe people having opinions about politics that sway political views. So I just wanted to kind of get that out of my system. I actually, 
actually having some time to think about how I felt about it, I'm like, yeah, that kind of that's about right. <laughs> so I just kind of um, laughed, like looking at it, like how did this guy find us? You know, I should say person. I shouldn't. I shouldn't assume that the picture in the profile is necessarily him. Uh, that's a dude. <clears throat> but it, I mean, maybe. yeah, like it kind of he came across <laughs> as a dude. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I, I started, <laughs> I started thinking like of all the things, like of all the podcasts out there that are probably talking about this kind of stuff or people in general, like why ours all of a sudden? Um, it's certainly not the first time that we've talked about the connection between racism and Republicans um, or the GOP. And I'm sure it won't be the last. I mean, hell, we're talking about it right now. But it's yeah. I just like, yeah, it was one of the, I, I was similar in that I saw the replies and I was like, oh, Twitter engagement. And then I read what they were and I was like, oh, it's an asshole. And I started reading and I was just like, wait a second. Like, who is this guy that he's even like claiming that oh Biden eulogizes Ernest Hollings? And I'm like, OK, yeah, I get it. He was a senator who was pro segregation in South Carolina, like who once everybody once they like lost out in the courts was like all right that's it we don't have a choice like we have to integrate and has now gone like back and said yeah I, like i knew it was wrong at the time i'm not going to pretend like i didn't and this guy was like oh so you can apologize and then it's okay and it's like well in a sense yes like if you mean it <laughs> but and i mean it's not like you've ever heard Trump or any of the other Republicans actually apologize for any of the horrible things that they do and say on a regular basis. But I don't know. It's just, I, it's I like, just... I, I'm with you in that as pro Democrat as we may come across sometimes, like we're not card carrying, like, you know, I'm not carrying their flag. It's, no, I just, I'm about to, I'm literally about to shit all over Joe Biden right now. Like, I'm literally yeah, I mean, to... the Democrats themselves have a long ways to go, right? Like, I, <laughs> I think that's where I'm always confused and then it's like, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people feel like we were overly critical of Trump and that we aren't being as critical of Joe Biden, but. Sure. But uh, I'll say this like, when it comes to that argument. It wasn't that I started out of the gate of saying Trump was a terrible president. I, I gave him some time to actually get his feet wet in the job. I and even then, think in like one of our early episodes, we were like, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. like, I expected the world to be over by now, and we're still standing. So, I mean, he's got that going for him. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not all dead. So, um, and I then the pandemic to, I, I hit. Want... Yeah. <laughs> we, I, it just, yeah. So, anyway, not to, uh, I'll be clear. It's, it's never been about partisanship for me. Like I, I'll be honest, like my personal life, I don't, uh, I'll, my son can attest. I don't necessarily agree with everything that my kids do, but I, I just want to, I just want to, <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I'll be like, Hey, this is what I think. I don't expect you to change your opinion. I just want to share my thoughts on it. And then I move on. Right, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely fair in that, in that sense. Uh, where you're not trying to really prove a point or get to an answer. There's more the purpose of the conversation is to deepen the understanding of each person's point of view. So, um, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of politics, I, I, I think what we're getting, it, it all lines up. 
<clears throat> with what the job is. So and nothing surprises me when it comes from this group of individuals, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's a really um, good point. Like at the end, they're all politicians, right? And so yeah. with this, like, and we've talked about this before, like the, the this elected class that we've kind of created amongst the politician groups and where they kind of come from typically, um, it's like we treat them as a completely different category of citizen and so and we right. shouldn't right i mean in one in a lot of senses it's like oh they're they're the ones creating the law so they're above it but in another sense it's like who wants that i mean like who wants that job right like who wants to go into that yeah. and deal with that cesspool <laughs> on a regular basis you know like yeah. i i think about the the i watched i think it was in like senior year because of course i moved from california north carolina in between my freshman and sophomore year so i didn't take was it elpsa like the yeah. economics, you know, law, whatever. Um, politics, ELP. Yeah, ELP. And so I had to take it my senior year. And we watched, was it Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? Because my ELPSA teacher was kind of lazy. Um, and I just, like, I think about that now. And I'm like, I can imagine. Hold on, pause. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I'm fairly well-educated on this stuff regardless. It, so that was the problem was it's like he knew a lot, but he knew who he was having to teach to. And I think, like, that ultimately brought down what – like, if you engaged him in private conversation, he was very intelligent and very thoughtful. But it was like in class he was dealing with the lowest common denominator, and it was just like we can't get past – like, at, at early on he was like – who can name the national religion of the United States? And half the class raised their hand and was like, Christianity. And he's like, no, you freaking morons. There's no official religion. Like the whole freaking country was essentially founded on the idea of freedom of religion. How dumb can you be? And these were like kids who were also seniors in high school. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, to fail public schooling systems, and, and in North Carolina especially, it's like you have to really be trying. Oh. It's, it's, and try you know. I did my junior year in yeah. English. Whew. I yeah, still only too. got a I don't D, think though. I did, yeah, I don't think I did, like, an assignment for the whole first semester uh, of my senior year in high school. Andre is like, this and is still, news to me. <laughs> still made it through. No, he knows. No, I, he knows. Yeah. yeah. Um, it keeps coming back to bite him lately. Yeah, no, you just think it does. I don't know. <laughs> You're always coming at me. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 a task. Like you have to try hard at it. I knew people that had. And this is a crazy stat. They had missed 180 classes <laughs> in the first semester. When there's only four classes a day, so I don't know. You do the math. It's incredible. Yeah. You know, this guy was impeccable at, at skipping class and um, and still passed. He still graduated. <laughs> I mean, so my freshman year at NC State, uh, I know Andre's just going to. Oh, God. Um, I I had to take like I try to remember what it was like. Oh, I so I had taken Spanish like forever. But when I took the AP Spanish language test, I didn't get a high enough score to get credit so that I ended up having to take like Spanish 201 when I got to school at NC State and mm -hmm. I hated it because I already knew it all so I went the first two days Monday Wednesday Friday 
I decided I was hungry, and so I went to El Rodeo on Hillsborough, and I was like, that's basically the same as going to Spanish class. Like, I'm going to a right. Mexican restaurant, Especially I'll order in, Spanish. order in Spanish. See? <laughs> this kid gets it. Um, yeah. And that was the last time I went to class for, like, two months. Um, and yeah. then I just was like, oh, crap, I'm going to fail if I don't show up. And so I went and just, like, I passed every test, and somehow I got an A in that class. I literally didn't go to class for two months, and I got an A at the end of the semester. And that set me up for failure for the rest of my college career because I was like, I don't have to go to class. I can right. skip two months, show up at the end, and they'll be like, well, I don't want to see you again. A, get out of here. <laughs> like, right. oh, no. The rest of the teachers noticed. That was not. Yeah. So the, the, the bigger problem, like the, I hear what, I get the funny of what you guys are saying. It's true. But I think the bigger problem is also – part of the disillusionment with the, uh, the educational system in our country. Sure. And I, you know, you look at the student debt, I don't want to say crisis, but I would say it's probably the best word to use for it. Um, a lot of people are disillusioned about like how much in loans do you take out or, you know, what does that really mean as our, as our economy, like across the board has changed, you know, like when I, I remember when I was in, in school, it was like become a, an attorney or a doctor. Then it's it gradually shifted to engineering and this whole like push for STEM. Well, guess what? It's not really true, you know? Well, uh, and then it was are, management, right? Like don't, management, yeah. don't be the individual, be the manager. And so that, that was what I went to school for at state. I went to NC State sure. for business management at like the start of the Nelson Management College. Like they were not known for business management. I'm pretty sure it's the only reason I got in was because that was the school <laughs> I applied to. Like, oh, that was. Well, my point being, it's like 163, like so – the headline is a voter with $163,000 in student debt feels betrayed by Biden. And I said I was going to show over Biden. I will say that it's not entirely true. I think that should have never been a campaign promise. Sure. Uh, I, I think he should have basically committed to looking at, and the, but the Democrats as a whole, you, I could actually blame Bernie Sanders, uh, AOC. I could blame all of them for talking about the, it, it is a crisis, yes. But the bigger problem is that there are not enough jobs to like we are sending people to the educational system to look for jobs that will not exist by the time they graduate. Yeah. Period. Or End to earn jobs that are never going to make them enough money to actually pay off the student debt that they've the student loan debt that they've gone. Right. Into. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's so like I'm going to get a if, graduate if any, degree to go be a kindergarten teacher. Because that makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. and yeah, I think there there is an element of self responsibility in that, right? Um, well, but at the no, same because... time, at the same time, I think it's also like most of these kids are seventeen, not even like maybe eighteen years old, and they're allowed to sign up for hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. You want, you want to hear the stick, the, the kicker for this story? Yeah, the lady's fifty. She's in her fifties. She's in her 50s. Well, so, and another kicker to this is none of the education that you're going to get amounts to $163,000. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. know, all of that money is going into research and, you know, uh, the, the schools aren't even paying their, their teachers. They have grad students teach the class or, or, you know, some temp that's hired by semester. And so not only are you getting in – to an immense amount of debt, but you're also, you're getting no knowledge for that cost, you know? 
and uh, yeah, yeah, the ROI I mean, is just absolute garbage. There is there is no well. I I got to be careful because I, I really think there's a there's a you can you can over criticize without providing solutions. Sure, right? And I I don't want to yeah, get in, do that I, I don't, don't want to get in that slip. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious I, but i i think there's a, it's also a cause it, yeah so it's, it's a pause for wisdom right i swear to god i swear to god this is not going to go the way that you expect it to go i'm not that guy uh, i'm not that guy um what was i i think it's it's i swear to god i i'm gonna <laughs> Oh. oh man so i i think the issue is it's like how do, when do we step back and actually try to address the problem right i think there's some you know i don't i don't have a solve i think that charter schools are making it much more complicated why that's going to exasperate the problem because you're you're not making it a public school entity but you're providing public dollars for for school and you're widening the gap of actual education for kids at a younger age. Okay. Right. So I thought maybe you were talking about student loan debt still. No. But so is there an element of that? Like I was going to ask is, I mean, I would imagine there are some parents that go and get like personal loans to send their kids to like private and charter schools and stuff like that. Right. Well, what most charter schools, probably not, but, the, but I saw a study and I can't remember, I don't want to like misquote it, but there is a high percentage of charter school students that actually get accepted into college before public school students. Right. Um, and there is some spitball number of middle-class and upper middle-class students that actually get accepted at higher rates than lower income families in, in college. So per, like we're just projecting 15, 20 years out that we're going to have a, a, a a much larger inequality in like economics in society. Oh, that's right? great. Cause right uh, now it's, it's very close. So we should be able to handle that without any issue. I, I and again, I don't have, I don't have a solve, but I think it, that rage, like, um, complaining doesn't fix the f problem. Sorry, but it, it just infuriates me. Don't but apologize it, what... to him. Apologize to me. I'm the one that has to edit it. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Now, what do you think about uh, kind of tying back into what Chris said, though, is that there is a, a learning ability gap in people naturally. And so what, what, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But I think there's, it's 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 much more layered than than it's not very simplistic. Right. I, I think that that's. A very complex thing. When you think about parents raising kids to go to school, where the parents have had little to no understanding of education themselves, you just keep the cycle going. Right. Right. Um, well, it's like, what's the reason for your further education? Right. That's that's what I think is part of the question that doesn't get asked or, anymore. Yeah. Or what's the what's the core principle of learning? Forget sure. education because education can be like. It could become, you know, propaganda and stuff like that. But what's, do you give, do you instill in people the ability to learn? Um, one thing that my wife gives me a hard time about is that, and I, I've said this to you before, my parents were not very good teachers, but I understood the lessons they were trying to teach me. I was not allowed to eat dinner until I did my homework. 
And when I was younger, I sucked at math, <laughs> but I got good enough in math to like understand that, yo, just learn how to get through math, right? Um, but I also learned how to learn. So, and I probably had ADD when I was a kid, but that was before you diagnosed everything. So I, so I learned how to learn at a young age. So, and I think that not that, not to interrupt, but and and I don't mean this to be overly critical of your parents and their parenting style but do you feel like that was the best way to get you to learn math oh by no means okay <laughs> okay I, no i was just curious because as the person who went through okay, it right but, like do you look back my, on it and go no i get it like yeah it sucked but ultimately i see the value in the lesson that i learned and so like it's okay because I look at it and I'm like, God, there's got to be a better way. Oh, we lost Matthew. That's okay. Well, all right. I'm sure it'll pop back in. Um, That's rude. I know, right? Um, no, I, I don't think that... Um... Hold on one second. All right. Pop back. Pop. That's it. <laughs> um, I don't think it was... It's not a foul on my parent. It's more of a... And uh, Yeah, like I, I should have clarified that I I don't mean that to be like, hey, look back and criticize yeah. what your parents did. But just having that 2020 vision of hindsight, like, or 50-50 if you're Cam Newton, um, you know, like, what? How, how do you evaluate that overall, right? It's, well, you, yeah, you have to strip out the good from the bad, right? So what were they trying to teach me? They were trying to teach me to prioritize. They were trying to teach me to um, to be very, you know, cognizant of the way I was learning and, and things of that nature. So it's, you know, asking for help with math, a lot of things like that. So that that's, but that was also self-taught because at the end of the day, I understood my job was as a kid was to go to school. There was not like, you know, I had nothing else to do. So yeah. you have to be good at it. So I um, always, I, I mean, like, I honestly wonder about that too. Like that element of it, like that, uh, that education is a child's occupation, you know? Um, I, I cause I, look, I mean, when Helena was born, we were very much in the boat of like, Forget the traditional education, forget public schools, charters, private. We're going to go the unschooling route, right? Or like the sure. the self-led learning. And that was the plan for the longest time was like, we're just going to keep her home and she's going to learn whatever she wants. And there's an element of that that I really do appreciate because I think, I mean, you and I, right, we both learn things on our own that we didn't need school for, Right. Right. School didn't ultimately provide the best avenue for us to gain that skill. And I kind of look back on a lot of the stuff that I spent my time learning in the public education sector. And I'm like, how often do I need to understand the classifications of animals by Latin names? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. OK, if I'm going to be and I do, I understand that part of it is you're introducing the concepts because then you build on that going forward if that's something that you're interested in. But it, especially when I got to college, I'm like, why on earth am I having to take beekeeping in order to get a degree in business management? Unless I'm managing a beehive, I don't think that that's going to be super applicative. 
But that was a class that like kept getting in the way because I couldn't convince myself of the value of it to go to school. <laughs> I I think the and I um I really kind of feel like the <laughs> I don't know what is going on with this app. That was hilarious. I really feel like the the my issue is like on a lower level or actually more of a higher level. It's that parents have a under they should understand that there is education and there's learning. The parents' job is to help their kids to learn. The school's job is to educate them about certain things. The parents should have some part of the process to help them distill the things that they're being exposed to. I try to do that with all my kids, right? So one of the practices that we would have without getting into the mechanics of what that looked like was like, hey, what'd you learn, right? So if you can explain to me what you learned, then I can interject or not, or or we can you know learn how to debate. So specifically um, because you chose not to describe the mechanics of how that went, I'm just imagining your kids coming home from school and you like strapping them into a lie detector <laughs> and being like, what did you learn at school today? Like, oh, I learned mathematician. Like, and you have like a zapper. Like, I don't know. No, well, I mean, it's, I'm, that's pretty, it's, pretty it's, accurate, right, Matt? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty spot on. Um, but no, definitely, it definitely opens up the door for conversation, I think, which then really teaches you how to learn, as opposed to just regurgitating information. It opens the door for him to then kind of push back, like he said, or, or, um, or just ask me, what do I think about that? I, and honestly, I think that's even the best option is, is just, oh, okay, cool. And what do you think? You know, like, um, and I would say I, I agree wholeheartedly. I missed some of that, but critical thinking is definitely not emphasized uh, at any stage of education. And, um, but I think that's, yeah, you don't need to teach us exactly beekeeping, but teach me how yeah. one would learn how to beekeep, a, you know? I was talking to my daughter um, who's eight, and right? so, um, and explaining to her that in my experience, one of the greatest skill sets that you can have is the ability to learn, right? The ability to go into a situation yeah. with no previous knowledge, but take the skills that you've already had developed and figure out how to apply them to that job and develop those additional little pieces of knowledge that you need in order to do it well. And that like that ultimately when you're hiring, right? Like that should be what you're looking for, the quality in somebody. It's not like, do you have experience in this specific industry that you can bring to the table? It's do you have the ability to learn what we need you to learn in order to be able to do this job successfully? And I think like those, I mean, we talk about hiring practices mm -hmm. and stuff all the time and I know we're supposed to be talking about politics, but uh, that's fine. That's fine. But it, it is like just, and I think that's where I would love to see education more focused, right? Like, like you were saying, Matt on like, how do you learn? How do you learn to become a beekeeper? Like teach me to, to do my own research, <laughs> but not in that way. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like that was one of the skills right. that, that I developed in, you know, high school in particular was I had a teacher who was really big on like research papers. And so it was like, you have to have a certain number of sources, you know, they need to be X number of books, X number of websites. And it just gave you a, an appreciation for understanding like, okay, this is how you corroborate the feelings or the beliefs that you may have. And sometimes you go into it thinking like this is the position of the paper and then all of your research leads you to believe, oh, wow, like 
or even better, I had public speaking and I, uh, as a big proponent of legalization of marijuana, I took the opposite stance for my public speaking just because I was like, I want to see if I can make the argument. And sure enough, there's plenty of information out there. Damn it, we lost him again. Yeah, I think that app is crashing. So he's got the link. So Riverside, yeah. you know, like we gave you, you had it's one okay. job, one job. Um. But yeah, like it's just I think that that ability, right, to be able to absorb information, to learn something new and adapt the skill set that you already have to the situation that you're in. It's that that like adaptability, that flexibility. That's that's what has always worked well for me and that I I have found employers feel like is one of the most desirable traits, but and, and I I I don't disagree obviously. I just think that the the conversation that we're trying to have or we're having is not the one that we should be having. So I, I do kind of fault the, 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 the narrative that, or the, the campaign promises that Democrats have been making in that regard. Yeah. To bring very... it back around. <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> but sure, no, you're right. I mean, there's, um, I think that it, there needs to be a more comprehensive plan, right? It's not, oh, everybody gets free college or everybody, we're going to oh, eliminate all existing student loan debt. I think it's like, but how, how do we ship, how do we shape education going forward in this country? Right. The, the two things should go happen at the same time. Yes. Right? So if, if most of these loans are federal loans, then I do believe that the federal government has some autonomy to fix and correct some of that oh shocking the messaging <laughs> the me yeah the messaging was completely off and and their their terms of we're going to eliminate blah right yeah well their focus has been on younger citizens of the country without thinking about there's probably older people or people that are older that have gone back to supplement their career and it, what's even worse about this particular article and i'm sure it's happened with other people is that because they didn't make payments for the last two years because of COVID, uh, she's incurred interest. Right. So it's the same it's, thing with the with uh, mortgage payments, right? Right. They said they were like, "Oh, don't worry about your mortgage payments. Don't worry about rent." Oh, wait, that that thing's <laughs> no longer in effect. Okay, all of your mortgage payments are due right now. Right. And it's like, and I get, I don't know. It's so frustrating sometimes because. Like, I, I'm not of the opinion that it should always be, you know, vendor beware, right? Like, that the seller is always responsible to educate the, the consumer and to provide, to be completely, and not, not like transparent because it, it's, I don't, it's not that they should be able or should be wanting to hide stuff about it. But, like, at the same time, there's an element of, you know, the buyer beware stuff that I'm just like, we got to get over Matt's, this. Matt's like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> it's I, like, I want to be a yeah, part this of this is... so bad. I heard legalized <laughs> marijuana. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I was just, I, I was giving an example of like when I was in public speaking, uh, I decided to do my like final presentation on uh, anti-marijuana legalization, even though it was the opposite of the stance that I personally held. Right. Um, my presentation was amazing. I used clips from the Dave Chappelle show, uh, like the oh, one where God. they're at the drive-thru and they run over the little girl. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then they're like, you know, it's dangerous to ride your bike while you're high because it's like the little girl was high. That's funny shit. <laughs> I, I think that's mostly how I got through college classes was I would bring Comedy. pop culture references yeah. into it. Like I remember my buddy and I had an English presentation where we brought we used a bunch of Family Guy clips. Yeah, and our teacher gave us a one hundred. Yeah. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. People love that. Old school because Family Guy was the best. Yeah, that's the language. That's the language right. people speak. Why? Why does a show like Family Guy exist for what fifteen plus years? Or the yeah, Simpsons but like after for... the first four, it was it's been pretty downhill. Yeah. No. Sure. Okay. I you're, was you're into Family Guy show. before it was cool to be into Family Guy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Their social <laughs> commentary. Is anyway. Awesome. I don't know. South Park, if it's social commentary and adult animation, South Park is yeah. probably where it's at for me. Yeah. Although yeah, I haven't I watched that. the new one. It's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I, I haven't watched I, it either. I've tried. Uh, another thing. So Andre's like, I, I'm sorry. Politics. I, was, I want to talk. No, I, I, want to, politics. I, want to, I want to get this thought out of my head because I, I kind of feel like the and it's both parties. And I actually I, I left a comment about something similar to this today. Look, people aren't stupid. Republicans have a pretty good way of selling people on fear in a way of loss. Democrats have a way of selling people on fear as to you're missing out. Or hope, right? false sense of hope. Or hope, yeah. Yeah, or a false sense of hope. And they're both counterproductive to what people are trying to do. Like real, real everyday people, they, they're not really there like 80% of their life but you, you definitely tapped in on how to, you know, draw that out of people. And I think that in and of itself is scary. The uh, student loan debt is the perfect example of that. Uh, on the opposite side, um, I, I have a sense that, and I don't like it, and I'm going to tie these two things together, the election stuff. And I've said, I've said this a lot. I don't really give a crap about federal stuff. A lot of the time, it's about what's happening in your state. Yeah. And the fact that we can, we're letting uh, school board changes happen, we're letting state legislators like decide, uh, you know, how and when people can vote. That it's not very equal across the board for every citizen scares me. And like, just to remind you guys, the time I was at uh, working E area, and we was it was election time, and I literally said to Chris, "Yeah, I've got my ID." And this guy, he told me, I remember this to this day, "You don't need your driver's license to vote." And I'm like, yeah, you don't. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just waiting for that day for that other shoe to drop. So I'm all prepared for it. And that's the reality that most people, I would say middle, generally middle class and above, that aren't affected by the, you know, uh, the, the turmoil of what it costs or what the challenges are of getting ID or opening a bank account. That should make people say, not that it's right or wrong, but ask the question, right? The question should be, well, why don't you have a license? Why don't you have ID? I don't know. Let me look at your neighborhood. Why are there no banks in your neighborhood? Why are there only check cashing places? Why is there no you DMV? Know? Why is there no DMV? Like, except, and the bus ride only goes like that way, one, one way, and then you have to figure out how to get home. There's a lot of questions where people should be asking. So, you know, what, how do we make these things easier to, if we're going to have these laws, that it doesn't impact one group over the other. It's okay. So th just, uh, just my thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I, um, 
I was just thinking about that earlier today, specifically when it comes to like public transportation and stuff like this country at some point decided if you don't drive a car, fuck you. Like, you know, I mean, in like big cities like New York are obviously a, little, a lot different, but I mean, you know, like down here in Wilmington, I'm sitting here looking at like, man, if like I saw some small family, you know, like a, a woman and her two children walking home from Walmart and they're like in the drainage ditch because there's no sidewalk. And I'm like, how hard would it have been to build a freaking sidewalk over there? for people but no instead like we have people just walking on the side of the road and that's the stuff where it's just like you know the buses the the lack of other modes of public transportation it's just it's such a big middle finger to everybody that is below a certain income level and right. then you look at like the skyrocketing price of everything now you know i mean like what a what a brilliant plan, right? Let's just let's concentrate as much wealth in as few hands as possible and then let's raise the price of everything so that nobody can afford anything. So where where do you, where would you accredit the uh, price increases? I don't know. That's a good question because I feel like some of it is just plain greed. That it's like, oh, we can people have more money, they can they're willing to spend more money on this, right? Like isn't that essentially what inflation is? People have more so they can spend more uh, to an extent, to an extent, like that's an element of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not it's not Joe Biden's fault. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> I'm not like Joe Biden's causing inflation. Like we all saw this coming for a long time now. Um, you hold interest rates, you know, artificially low Everybody is getting money in their pockets from the stimuli checks and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah, like this was, this was bound to happen. The question is like, how are we actually going to get through this? Is it going to be super painful or is it going to be more of like a gradual, like, oh man, this is really starting to suck. I don't know. Um, but like, I mean, gas prices are going down, right? So that was all. I mean, you, you you kick in fifty million barrels, and you're bound to get that. Shocking. Right? Um, yeah. So, and, that, and that's the thing that I I don't. I here he is, man. So I'm going to give a, a shout out to Riverside. Please fix your iOS app. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be me at this point. I don't know how old this phone is. Um, it's all good, dude. But buy I, your kid I, I, a new I, phone. I, Come on, what is this? Uh, <laughs> That was not that. That was Christmas hilarious. is like yeah, right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna start a GoFundMe yeah. page for <laughs> Matt's new phone, but it has to be an iPhone. No, no Androids. Right. No Androids. That's <laughs> all First I can think all, of right now is I pay you enough to buy one of those for yourself. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, my kids will. My kids will all attest. Like, yeah, once you start doing grown person stuff, that's it. I'm not. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Off. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. your your first grown person move, you're done, yo. Uh oh. <laughs> He's like just talk, 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 talk. I know talk, you got saved by God on that one. Your audio went out. I think it might be your. What'd you say? Now we can hear you again. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, when you start being an adult, you're like, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a grown man. All right. You do you, playboy. Go ahead. That's Go ahead. like in my family, when you turn like 16, everybody stops sending you birthday checks. I don't even have to explain this to Matt because I know like he's listened to enough of the podcast that he knows that this is just how this goes. <laughs> that's just that's just Chris trolling me to see like if he can get a rise out of me. That's okay. <laughs> Okay, Matt's like I found the media board. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, let's let's, um, let's try to get back on track here. Yeah, I I just think that I really I, I just want to I, I want to kind of bring it back to my thought, my original thought is that I think people need to kind of be okay with asking better questions about whether it's politics or education. Education is the short-term problem uh, because that's going to affect like two or two, at least two generations. If we're not careful, if we don't, if we don't do something different and then politics, that's a long-term problem. You know, what do we do to have more like, and I hate the, I hate to use the word transparency. How can, how about we have honest conversations, right? Like stop trying to, shoot each other down because you think your will is bigger than somebody else's because the reality is most people I talk to about politics don't understand politics. Yeah. And it's, we've gotten to a point now where nobody's doing anything, you know, everybody's talking about what they're going to do or well, okay. Okay. You have one group that's talking about what they want. to. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. You've got everybody regurgitating like uh, talking points, which pisses me off. Yes. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure that's no. That's I mean that's absolutely true. Um, I just think that I was getting really taking off his his flannel. I was getting real hot. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm just you know, it's like we were talking about that uh, argument or whatever the troll job on Twitter, and right. I just think like at the end of the day. Both parties have significant issues that they need to figure out. You know, like I'm not, I, I talked about this earlier, like I'm not a, a flag bearer for the Democratic Party. I just look at the two and I go, okay, one of you is evil AF and the other needs to get its stuff together to be like what we, what it should be or what it could be, but at least you're like closer to what we need. And then you like, because I, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like you get like the libertarian voice coming in. It's like, Oh, screw right. everybody. Right. You know, nobody's right. We should just all vote third party. And it's like, okay, just go back to your hidey hole. Well, that's why we have Rand Paul. Right. Wow. So it, it's a matter. I, I think it's, um, so to be honest, when I was like, if I'm, whenever I'm challenged, this is now the what third or fourth time in the last two months, somebody's challenged me on some of these, uh, quasi political arguments and they're, they're really talking points. I can tell you where they come from. Um, 
it's like you you have no facts, you know. I will say that I'm I'm tired of non-white people telling me that the Democratic Party has had the history of racism. I think that is like fundamentally, historically, contextually wrong. Yeah. Um, they couldn't prove it if they wanted to. And if you and actually, all, I almost did this, and it was so I was so frustrated looking back on the transition of. Uh, "Quote unquote segregationists, people that did not want to abolish slavery." I was going to pull a, a very—I I almost did this, but I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's beyond petty." I'm doing the work to fight an argument I don't necessarily agree with, and one that you're um, probably not going to win in the long run. Yeah, because they believe what they believe. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah, it's like I I I can tell you all day that this party of Lincoln nonsense is not accurate. Um, <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if like the, the Lincoln log Republicans or whatever they call themselves, um, the log cabin Republicans, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I like Lincoln log Republicans better, but, um, if they actually stood shit. for, I mean, it's kind of like, um, evangelists in a sense, right? It's like you, the evangelist. Evangelicals. Evangelicals, yeah. Where yeah. it's like, you mm -hmm. know, this, uh, oh, I'm going to preach all of these these values, but I don't actually believe them. And that's what I feel like you get right. with this revisionist history of Republicans. Where it's like, Abe Lincoln was a Republican. And it's like, yeah, okay. Like, that. in a sense, it's like looking back on history and saying, well, the swastika was always bad. Anybody that ever used the swastika, even before Nazis, was a Nazi. And it's like, no, that's not really how that works. Um, right. I just, I, that's, I think, and this is part of where you and I, I mean, I know we agree on, on several things, but in this, in this particular context where we're talking about like the debate and arguments between people, like the disingenuineness right behind this is where I take such issue. I'm not looking like when this guy posted the stuff about Ernest Rawlings or Hollings, whatever, I'd never heard of this dude. Right. I'm like, who is this? Did Biden really eulogize some former KKK member? So, like, I watched the video that he posted and then I'm like <laughs> looking on the guy's Wikipedia page. I literally did a Google search for, you know, uh, Ernest uh, Hollings KKK. And I could find nothing that was like, dude was a former KKK member. Right. Or was a member of the KKK while he was. I'm like, the only thing that was even close was that he was pro segregation when he was in office in South Carolina. Like, and yeah, I get, I, I'm not like, yeah, pro segregation. That's totally cool. But I'm in like, South Carolina. Right. And yeah, South but Carolina. Think about pro segregation in South Carolina. Right. Right. Pro segregation in North Carolina. And what was his they, response, have... right? When through all legal channels, they were rebuffed their attempts to stop segregation. He said, Guys, we got to do it. The law says we have to do it. Ultimately, Tell that's me. what matters so much more than the rest of this. That's that's where I'm starting to have an issue, right? Is that there is an, a, a belief amongst some of the the people on in that group that the law no longer matters, right? The law, because it was written by evil people who are pedophiles, you know, is somehow wrong and we can just ignore it we are now all above the law as long as we are fighting for you know the i i don't even know i don't know what we're fighting for anymore i'm just I'm frustrated and i don't know I, if you can tell I, I i no yeah i'm frustrated also like i i don't like you you mentioned this i, I mentioned a lot of things it, 
Yeah, you said like you mentioned a hit job, and I I think that it's not a hit job. It's like I I think that these groups have figured out the weakness of society. It's us versus them politics. Sure. Um, and and that's where it's like we're we're going beyond petty. We're going to this place where nothing gets resolved, and you you keep these uh, little silos of of influence. You keep the the impact of uh, of 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 these dumb laws like that just overarch. And most of them are not even federal laws. It's all state laws. And most people don't even realize that. So when, when somebody can say to me, tell me one law that Republicans passed that was racist. I'm like, so which group of like, so are you saying Republican ideology or Republican the party? <laughs> I really right? wanted to be like, my dude, we live in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Like, like <laughs> the Republican controlled state legislature has been reprimanded repeatedly now for gerrymandering based on racial profiling or ethnic profiling. It's like, right. what part of that is not racist? What what do you, what do you, what, like, how do you not, like, it, it's a matter of. And I love the <sighs> argument that like you can only point to former KKK members like David Duke and the dude that's running in Georgia. Oh, you, and I'm you like. You stop being racist when you stop. <laughs> like, okay. Like, like, and I, he was trying to equate that to Ernest Hollings, where he's like, oh, well, he was a segregationist. And now he says he's not a segregationist anymore. And so that makes him, you know, uh, that makes him OK. And I'm like, well, based on what he said, yeah, yeah. If there was a like there were former Ku Klux Klan members who have now come out and been like, no, nah, man, that shit's wrong. You know what? Those dudes are yeah. OK. I'm not like, do I say, well, what you did was OK? No, but they've atoned for it. They've made. They've have apologized, right? Like they've done. I'm not saying everybody, but I'm just saying, like in the cases of people that I've seen in the news and whatnot. Like I, that's a completely different situation. But the argument always has to be for like these apologists for the Republican Party. They they have no arguments, right? Like it's literally they're they're stretching. And to be fair, and I've you know what we're going to talk about it. I kind of. I kind of believe, and whatever else we have, we, we'll probably get to it, but we probably won't. I'm going to talk about how I felt about that. It just shows the ignorance of our society right now, like straight up. When you engage with people that are just going to shove their talking points at you without any fact, and they try to to, to kind of you know roll, steamroll you with these like limited facts, it's annoying, right? And it's like, yo, you you pulled all your shit from. Uh, you have a lot of bleeping. You're like a oh, shit's okay. You're we can shit all over this shitty, <laughs> <Okay>. shitty podcast. <laughs> you're Candace Owens like clone. I don't rock with you. I'm not sitting here saying that any party deserves my loyalty. It's not no, the point. No, that's the the point. But that's that's the argument that these clowns right. try to take. No, right? I understand, but it's just that's the hilarity of it in my mind. Is it's like that's so anti-American to think that it's so anti their own argument. Yeah. they're like you shouldn't do this and you should be aligned with this party because this party has never like. What are you talking about? Right, you should not you should not blindly follow any party, but come blindly Except follow my party that I'm a part of. 
Dude, okay, so you, do you remember this kid, Bo Hines? He played at NC State for wide receiver. He was a wide receiver yeah. a few years ago. All right, I'm going to share my screen here because this is – hopefully you can hear this when this plays too. But he's running for Congress in North Carolina. Uh, he left NC State to go to Yale uh, for, like, Yale Law School or something like that. So very okay. smart individual. Uh, at least I used to think so. When I – so on his, you can't see my screen, can you? I can now. Okay. Uh, you'll see right here that Bo Hines retweeted some tweet by Madison Cawthorn. Uh, so that alone should tell you. But yeah, so this is his um, ad for U.S. Cong or for yeah for state Congress, I guess. I don't know. No, it must be U.S. Congress. Yeah, there's an empty seat. I think this is. I want to say this is a guy that. Uh, oh God, he's a. <laughs> It's like all this hard work that earned him a scholarship to NC State. <sighs> America first. You know oh, what? oh, there's AOC have... and Bernie and Ilhan. Oh, and Pelosi and Schumer. Rhinos. <laughs> Look, I have a dog. Construction. Babies. The right to bear arms. Big tech censorship, cancel culture, secure our borders, and fair elections. <laughs> I just love, like, these people must be like, who the hell is he talking to? Who? And the guy's like, who is this guy? He just sat down at this table. We've never seen him before. <laughs> but that's that's the problem, though. They've, they've got... That's all they need. They don't need a... They don't need anything else. They just need to tap into that it's i mean it's it is it's it's awful it's i mean it's just okay so i know you don't agree with me necessarily on this but i've complained recently or at least commented on marvel's choice to repeat the same generic plots throughout their different movies right and i feel like that's kind of where we are with the gop at this point it's like they found their magic formula and so now every candidate is just like, you know, America first, borders, elections, and if there's time, Donald Trump. Oh, and guns. Don't forget guns. Oh, and babies. We have to protect all the babies until they're born. Then they're not our f problem anymore. You take care of your own goddamn kids. Wow, you said a lot there. I know. Um, I'm sorry. Like I said, I don't. I don't well, I don't agree with. I don't like. I don't like the Marvel c comparison. I, I I strongly disagree with that. Well, um, you disagree with my take I, on it, but if my take was true, do you feel like that that would be inaccurate? I think they they have a winning formula. They they are definitely addressing this this. It's actually reverse racism, right? Uh, they're not like, and I and I I'm like I'm going to say this very boldly. I don't give a shit. I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah. For non-whites that are supporting this lunacy, you need to really evaluate what you're saying and what you're doing, because you're. you're I think you're kind of getting played. Like I'll, I'll be honest. Like I'll, I'll say for you know, like I, as a former card-carrying Republican, I'll just say like flat out, I think you're getting played, and it's all good until like it's not all good anymore. So, um, you, ha I, I think the safer bet is to not like, is to criticize 
And I, I, I even give credit to uh, Charlemagne the God, you know? Like, I'm like, I didn't agree with... I don't agree with everything he says, but I kind of agree with this. Like, you know, when, when Biden made this stupid comment about if you're black, you don't vote for me, then you're not really black or, you know, paraphrasing. Yeah. I don't I don't owe any party any allegiance, but I do want to make sure that what they're doing is equitable for, equitable for the people of the country. And it's not about, segre- you know, I'm not going to play the reverse racism card with everybody and say, like, oh, you got to do this for black people. No, I need you need to treat black people right. You need to treat everybody else that's not uh, influencing of power, or I hate to use the word power, but not of influence in this country. Give them an opportunity to do the things they want to do, like to have a family, like to, you know, like uh, if you if you want to talk about abortion and and these stupid ass laws, honestly, why is it happening in lower income communities? It's not because like you know, we're we're stupid people. I come from those lower com- you know, those income com- communities at, at one point in my life. It's because there's no opportunity and so if you're being one of these you guys have beat this out but I'm going to say it if you're one of these little <laughs> on the Republican team you got to beep that out dude that cannot go on YouTube because no, that's going to be bad that's a lot of bleeping but I'll take care of it <laughs> I'm going to tell you like how you're getting played speaking man. of which no to- did you see Herschel Walker's kid mm. <laughs> Yo, dude deleted his tweet, yo. He deleted his video of like, yo, stop performing for these people, man. I don't get it. You're all, you're all right until you're not all right, man. I, I, I kid you not, man. That's and like, you, you hit it right there. It's all a performance, you know. Like that's where we're at at this point. I feel like it's like everything is some level of dramatic performance. And there's so little reality in our real world, you know? And it's it's not the... the I mean, I, I know I did, like, the cliche, is gun, is gun violence in movies and pop culture leading to gun violence in real life just a couple of weeks ago or last week? But I don't think that this is, like, the same thing. I just... I don't even think that that's necessarily true. Like I grew up watching plenty of gun violence and I don't ever get the desire to go out and shoot up a movie theater or a school full of kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know what, man, that's, that's not, I I think that, um, I mean, like I've seen people get like shot. I've seen people die. I mean, there's a lot of things like I'm like, yeah, but the, the difference between what you do with what you experience and what you do in the future is having opportunities to do it. Right. And this, this performance art by anybody, I don't care who you are, what your ethnicity is, what your culture is. If you're not willing to stand by what's right and go yourself. I mean, like, yeah, if you're not, if, if all it is is a performance and there's no real, real reality behind it, then yes, go yourself. And that's, I mean, if I'm being honest, like, I'm not going to be apologetic to anybody that likes, look, and we're, I guess we're talking about politics. I don't give a shit about Democrats or Republicans. So in that aspect, it's like, look, you're right. You know, if you earn my vote, if I believe what you're saying, it doesn't matter what party affiliation you have. I don't care. Do I want to see people have an opportunity to do better? Yes. 
but do I want some equity to be between not just for people that have less barriers? Like I, I want to see like, yo, bring everybody up. Like real talk, bring everybody up. Stop bullshitting me. And like when you're running for office and then trying to act like, oh, I didn't say that. Like you did say it. So either commit to what you can commit to or don't commit to it at all. And what pisses me off the most is that I think Americans in general are being gaslit. You know, people that think they I don't think people believe in the former guy like they really do. I just I think he I think he represents something that people didn't have. And that's in the GOP. Well, and you talked and, about and like f- the reverse racism, which I think is is yeah. has fueled a huge part of that. Is there's this fear of being replaced, right? Of like losing the influence in this country of of white people, and I like on the one hand, I understand why that fear exists, but on the other hand, I, I like I look at it and I go, well, yeah, but the only reason that we had that to begin with is because of all the horrible things that we were doing to everybody else. Like if that's what it takes for us to have complete control, then yeah, that's not worth it. Like, come on guys. It's not that hard. So, I, I, you're right. And I, I read something on JFK today, like, uh, because I was curious, like this, not that this guy sent me in a panic, but I'm like, let me just check like my own belief systems. Right. Like, cause I, I, I if somebody tries to insult my intelligence, they can go f- themselves because I don't say stuff just off the cuff of like, you know, I know this a hundred percent and I'm like, Oh, but I'm lying or I don't know. So even JFK wasn't altogether about signing the civil rights bill. Right. Um, and like, if you look, you know, research it, like legit research it, but JFK gets a lot of love in history. One, because he got assassinated, not because of anything he actually did, but because he got assassinated. Um, and if you look at, um, Gosh, now, now, now his name forgets. When the, when the civil rights bill got passed, Johnson. It wasn't Johnson. Let me be Johnson. Uh, there wasn't a lot of fanfare behind it, but it was to avoid a problem that was quickly brewing in the country. So, would I say that the the that the country really wanted to do it? I think it needed to. It just wasn't comfortable with doing it all the way. That's what you had to fight. You had to still go on and fight. You know, the Jim Crow South and Bob, you know, you still had things to fight. You had to have send the National Guard to schools. So neither party is like clean as if you look at the, the parties themselves, but if you look at the individuals, what they did after those facts, I mean, shit, we, we live in the state of Jesse Helms. Yeah. We live next to the state of Strom Thurmond. Yeah. Like- <laughs> so, so for anybody to come at me with some stupid ass shit of, I don't know. My mom was like, for anybody listening, like, look, my mom was stationed in Goldsboro, North Carolina, in the United States Air Force, where she was called and she was in charge of people still called outside of her name as people complied to what they asked her to do. So you don't get to tell me what I believe and what I don't believe. And I'm glad my mother went through that and I didn't have to go through that. So... Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down with that. Secondly, my grandparents marched with Martin Luther King back in the days in New York. So you don't get to tell me what I believe and what I don't believe. So you take your bullshit somewhere else, and it's not about party loyalty. It's about what's right for everybody. 
And that's what I think people, they, they get stuck in this reverse or it's just like lazy opinion. Like just, I own an opinion because I'm lazy. I don't think Democrats are perfect. I don't think liberals are perfect. I don't think Republicans are perfect. I want to do what's like right for people in general. And that's what, what pisses me off is that people can't get out of these little stupid bullshit camps to figure it out. And you can't, there's no conversations being had, you know, even in Congress, right? It's, it's all Democrats or all Republicans. There's no, there's no compromise anywhere. There's no collaboration to find a solution that both sides agree. Like, let's address the key points and, and make something happen. I get that they're not right. going to agree on so many things, but at the same time, like what are the key things that we can agree on and how do we make progress on those and by doing so, build the that relationship, right? Strengthen that tool of communication between the two parties. Feel like, hey, there is some common ground here. We have something that we can then build off of and move forward from here. Um, I I don't know. It's we were talking about Jesse Helms, and for some reason that made me think of a form another former North Carolina representative or Congresswoman Elizabeth Dole. And the passing of her husband, Bob Dole, um, I think two weeks ago. And I meant to say something last week, and we just kind of got caught up in the conversation about other stuff. But, um, you know, Bob Dole is one of those guys where I would say not not a perfect politician by any stretch of the imagination. But part of what I think this country is sorely missing in our politicians and leadership right now Um that was a man that loved his country above and beyond pretty much anything else. And I think even in his opportunities, you know, I mean, like when he lost to Clinton, you know, like he, right. he stood up there and lauded the man that he had fought so hard to defeat. And God, I just, I miss that, you know, like I miss that sense of, Hey, this was a tough campaign or a tough election that we ran. But at the end of the day, we both understand that one of us is going to do a really good job for the country. I mean, and I think part of that is because the people have stopped seeing that in the in the opposing party. You know, that that it is or I, I think the media is under their man, no, it's, hate, man, I'm, just, I'm like really pissed. They're sucking their own <laughs> like like the media is really just they do not care, like, in general, about how do we present the facts so people can form opinions. It is so loaded in something beyond what people actually care about. And then, for example, you have Fox, who's been completely radio silent about the fact that Lara Ingram, uh, fuck, what's that, what's that Bill, other idiot? Uh... No, no, no. Oh, yeah, the guy from the morning show. Uh, I don't even know. I don't. He said he's not important nope. to me. And then you got uh, Sean Hannity. Hannity yep. They're all texting Mark Meadows. Yeah. Dude, he's got to. But they're you got to do something. But but what do you hear? They had Mark Meadows on Fox News today. Yeah, and that was it. Talking about how the committee was not interested in finding the truth, but rather uh, just interested in hurting Trump. Man. 
I it's like I, I'm I'm so fed up. And what what bothers me is like you got so many what could be seemingly intelligent people yep. that they cling to these stupid ideologies, and they want and they wonder why things are so foul. I I mean we've talked about it before. I still struggle to understand how people can allow themselves to believe those things. And I think, you know, like there is just there's a part of them that wants it to be true. Right. It, they they want to belong to something and they want to feel like That's what they the belong problem. to is right or and it's gotten to a point of righteous. Right. That the, the cause that I support is the righteous cause. And any means it's it's getting to the point of like any means necessary to achieve what we want is acceptable. And that's that's sad. Yeah, it's, it's pathetic. It's sad. It, it just, it's just annoying. Like I, I just really can't. It's like you you hear crickets on. You, you know what's funny when I heard the uh, Mark Meadows news, and I actually watched the uh, Senate hearing this morning when they were talking. Are the House um, uh, like Cheney reading committee. all of the text messages? Yeah, dude, it's so it was so Burgess. I don't know where Burgess is from, but he's like well. Why don't we have Nancy Pelosi here? Why don't we have Senator Schumer here? I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. The fuck are you talking it's about? It's all about, I mean, the Republican Party at this point is all, is about, it's what aboutism. What about this? What about that? What about that? What about this? She was in charge of security, but she got your boy straight. Like, I kid you not. And I, I'm, a, I'm a, on my right toe. I did not vote for President Obama twice. I still get shit about it to this day. I voted for Mitt Romney and I voted for John McCain. But I swear to God, if, if it was one of those guys like did the same foul shit that Trump did, it would be a, it would be a freaking, it, like, it's like hell came on. Like they would storm everything possible if they did anything that Trump did. And that's what it blows my mind of the hypocrisy of the GOP. But is that true? I mean, like, I, I wonder now, is that really true? Or or is Trump just the excuse for them to finally, like, like if if John McCain, Are not, you, but this is the thing, like, John McCain would never do that. If Obama, if Obama. Okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, I see so what you're saying now. Okay. If Obama, yes. If Obama got, had somehow lost, right, to Mitt Romney the, in the yeah. second election, it was like, Hey y'all, I know this sounds crazy, but I didn't really lose. They stole this from me. So I'm just going to declare a state of emergency for like the next four years (laughs) and hang out until we get this all cleared up. And in the meantime, Mitt, why don't you come chill in this private room with some bars on the door that I have for you in the basement of the White House just to keep you safe so I know where you are so that the moment that we get this straightened out if you're president, we can move you you're right good. in there, right? Oh, nobody's heard from Mitt in a while. Has anybody been down to feed him? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, real talk. Like I'm, thing, I'm telling you. No, but it, it's like you, you thought it out. <laughs> I, but I'm saying... <laughs> But I'm saying real talk, like, I, I kid you not, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, on record, I did not vote for Barack Obama twice. I still get shit about it to this day. That's right. But Between Barack the two o- of us, I voted for Barack twice. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's true. Real facts, so I'm not going to lie about it. But the, my, my intent was not about, had nothing to do with his no, ethnicity. Nothing at all. No, and I'm, but I'm telling the audience. 
It was about policies. What's going to help my people out? And my, well, I'm just, so for, you know I'm I mean. just like, kidding. We actually do have an audience come back. now. Yeah, we do. But to vote for the policies I thought would help not just one group of people, but for every people. Like, and I just didn't feel confident in his experience or what he could do. Right. Yeah. Twice, <laughs> like twice. And it's like, all right. And even with the Affordable Care Act, I'm still on the fence about it. Right. But I will say this. I will concede that it forced the issue of getting changes with health care. That has been the only thing in my entire voting history that's actually forced changes in health care <laughs> that's ever happened. A quick aside on that. I have a friend who was enrolled at uh, NC State and was getting insurance through the university. Uh, no, they were charging him obscene amounts of money for coverage that he was able to get on the marketplace through the ACA for like pennies on the dollar. And he was, he was pissed. He was like, how the, am I paying this much when I'm going through the school? The school offers me this rate. The public school. The, the, the school that's funded by public dollars. And that's and that's where, like, my, you know, that's where my conservative, like, chips in. It's like, look, man, like, I'm still pissed about the lottery. I'm sorry, I mean, you have a lot that's of editing. Okay. But there's a lot of the, the lottery in North Carolina. Yeah. Like, all this money that goes to the lottery in this state and the kids still don't have books. In school. You saw the video the of the, still the teachers in South Dakota, right? Yes. Scrambling for dollar bills at the ice rink. This is what, like, I mean, and I know that's not everywhere. I understand. And, like. It's a vast majority. But it's, like, it, there's. Oh, right. Just this past, yeah, the, the summer before last, teachers went on strike. And we still can't step up and do the right no. thing. And so, like. Because, so please, because somebody... we don't view teachers as anything more than glorified babysitters these days. And I, I say we. I do not include myself or Andre in that. Because I personally greatly appreciate the job that teachers do. I'm not saying all teachers are perfect or all teachers are great, but I understand that you deal with all of our kids on a regular basis in a sense that we don't have to. And you're trying right. to teach them and help them grow into individuals. Like this is a co-parenting relationship as much as it is anything. I, I yeah, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. It makes no sense. Now like I'll a, challenge you on that. I don't think it's complicated, but it is complex. I, I see what you're <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, actually, you're, well, no, I'm right. sure it is complicated this time. But I just I couldn't resist. The the thing I can't get around is that. You know, a lot of funding for schools has to do on local local property taxes. Yeah. But we all get the same pot um, from the federal government for whatever. whatever I think it's like 40% on average that that actually funds uh, school systems. But in the state north, like North Carolina, where, um, you know, I, I keep saying like the average income is different from the median income here. And I use those two things, and even though they technically mean the same thing. I use them interchangeably so I can think about them in a different way. So you take average the, like, income and median income are not the same. Well, to a, well, if you look at no, because the median is what number appears in the middle falls of the group in the middle. The average is 
average, but but in most counties in this state, it's very similar in a lot of cases. They're very similar, sure. right? So I'm very I'm very in, intent on seeing the differences of this, right? Uh, I understand the definition. No, I know. I know like you a, do. I just okay. I, I, are we splitting hairs here? So um, we might be. Um, I just saw something about Morrisville being the number one city to live in in North Carolina. You know Which what's one? the average income at Morrisville? Ugh. Yeah, give me carry your apex, but don't stick me in that armpit called hundred. 100- Hundred and four thousand, hundred and three thousand uh, a year is the annual household income in Morrisville. So I say that to say this: Morrisville is actually like a the city that has not been annexed by Cary yet. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. And Durham wants nothing to do with it because they have their own problems. Yeah. But we're talking a sliver of like of this state. That is probably comparable to like a, a East Coast or Northeast salary. But the whole reason that that area is desirable to move to is because it doesn't carry the same housing prices quite. Property tax. And, actually, or no, property taxes, actually, right. No, as property tax. the town of Cary or Cary. Durham. Yes. Well, God bless them. They probably have two or three more years before that's no longer. Well, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I when I lived in Cary, like every time you knew it's like when you drive to South Carolina, you know when you cross the line from North Carolina to South Carolina because all of a sudden you go from oh this is a nice drive, <laughs> and that's what it was like every time that you'd cross that stupid little sliver of North Carolina called Morrisville, where it's like oh I'm driving along on a road, oh and I'm in Durham. Like, <laughs> so imagine a uh, rectangle in the middle of two squares, and that's what Morrisville is. So if you're driving from one town, like <laughs> it's a, driving it's a from. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, to bring it back to my point, like we talk about uh, the educational system, and if a majority of like uh, the, the gap between federal and state funds in education is local property taxes. We still have, I don't know, what, 97% of the counties that can't afford to actually foot the bill to pay teachers fairly. Right. Right? So any diehard GOP person, what's your solve for that? Mr. I don't like big government. What's your side? What, what's your solve Charter for that? schools. Oh, but you, you're going to still, you're going to take state dollars. Yeah. Well, you're take but federal that's, dollars also. they're better. So we're just going to put our money but, there but, and screw, screw yeah, but the, how, 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 no, it's not about how it's just, that's my answer. But that's, it's a, yeah. it's a stupid argument. And that's what infuriates me. It's like, you, you can't be so loyal to your party. You forget the end game. And that's exactly where I feel like we're at. That's part of why I was somewhat perturbed by this person's accusations, right? Like, first off, I know we've been really focused on this. So congratulations, Patriot 1776 or whatever your stupid name was. Um, But it was just like, dude, because like you asked him. You you called this guy out? Yeah, whatever. I've got the perfect title for this episode. (laughs) Um. It just, it was one of those things where I was just like, 
you even asked him, did you watch the episode? Like, or did you even watch the clip? And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. The headline is a little, like, sensationalist in the sense of, like, it's a marketing headline. But if you do, if you sit down and watch the actual clip, like, we're specifically talking about there's a member, former member of the KKK who's running on the GOP ticket in Georgia. Boom. That's a fact. There's no debate about whether or not that's true. You and I, our opinion is that the Republicans have been very racist and not very good at hiding it for some time now through their laws that they passed and their general behavior. The fact that they don't want non-whites to vote. Like, these are all things that you could consider fact. I'll just throw them up there as opinion in this case, just for shits and giggles, right? What on earth can you take issue with that? That's what I'm like. Oh, Republicans aren't racist. And I'm like, so you have a former KKK member that's running on the GOP ticket. Well, that's not all Republicans. It's just this one dude in Georgia. And I'm like, okay. But to be fair, you literally said not all Republicans are racist, but a lot, all the races are in the, in the Republican Party. Which is also, to be fair, not true, right? I mean, like, we talked about it on the Dave Chappelle, like, episode, right? I know, I know. I'm just saying. And, and I do, like, I I listened to that clip, and I obviously, I was, it was half in jest, right? It was a funny line that I thought of in my head as I was speaking. But I do recognize, like, yes, racists exist everywhere. I grew up in California, sure. okay? I know that racists exist everywhere. Rednecks well, exist. ironically, everywhere. Patrick, what is it, Patriot 1776 yeah. is from Ghana. California, right? No, he's, no, he lives in California. Oh, he lives from, in if California, you, yeah. If, if you say anything about Ghana, he now calls you a racist. Okay, well, I guess that makes me a racist now. Yeah. But I have two friends that are not white. That's fair. Yeah. You're still a racist. I am. I'm very... Like you put that in your profile, like you, you mentioned that you're from Ghana. So the part of the dialogue is actually understanding the other person, right? Just part, to be clear, I did not di- put that in my profile. I am not from oh, Ghana. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just like... I just pull for them in, you the, know, in the World Cup. I they never made to qualifiers. It doesn't matter. So it's just it's just so it, it's funny to me that um look man, I and I'll, I'll be honest with you, like I'm a guy that wears, you know, Huey P. Newton shirts. I'm a uh I've studied the life of Malcolm X. I've studied civil rights people in this country, and I just I do find I really do believe that one of the things that uh, people that t- get so enamored with this this conversation. I used to not be a big uh, what's Stu's name from uh, from Atlanta. Uh, good lord, Mike something. Uh, oh, uh, so, uh, Mike Jones. Is it Mike Jones? Talk about the rapper? No. Yeah. yeah. Big Mike. Big Mike. Uh, yeah. Whoever whoever dude is from Atlanta. I I didn't really. Uh, the guy um, who was friends with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like, is that Big Mike? I think so. No, that's not Big Mike. You just like being racist. No, that's. Um, oh, stop it! His name is Mike something. Uh, it might be Mike, Mike Jones. Think, it's not Mike Jones. Jones. That's racist. No, Mike Jones. Uh, Mike Jones. Is Killer Mike. Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. I that's right. The white dude knew I, the rapper's name. Good night, everybody. I don't listen. I don't listen to anybody. No, but I, I, he like, had that one joint uh, action. That was it was good. 
That's good. Don't care. But that's like I'm uh, separating the politics from right the artist. No, Killer Mike. I don't really rock with a lot of things he says, and but listening to more of the stuff he says, I'm like, yeah, I, I totally get that, right? Uh, Ti, I like his music, so it's different than Killer Mike. So, t so first of all, Killer Mike, I'm not coming at you like that. I'm just saying, like my kids introduced me to some of the you, the opinions you have, and I was like, yo, let me check that out because I don't want to be ignorant in those opinions, right? Uh, Ti, same thing. It's not that I have to agree on everything, but I understand the sentiment of what they're saying, and that's where it's like. One thing I will say, and Killer Mike made it very true, like very clear, like, look, if Bernie ain't saying the right thing, then f Bernie. Like seriously, right. you know, Charlemagne the God. I don't listen. I don't agree with everything he's saying, but it's like, yo, he's right though. Like I don't owe you any allegiance. And what I do get concerned about is that people that look like me, act like me, or not, or that are not white. I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not trying to be racist. It's like, look, man, we can't fall for the okie doke on some of this stuff because they've packaged both parties have packaged fear and and like false sense of hope, and we keep falling for it, and nobody's the better. Dude, for and it. that's a great point. That I mean, like the the Democratic Party is just as guilty as the Republican Party when it comes to packaging fear and selling on the idea of fear. You know, I mean, right. like so much of Joe Biden's campaign was like subtly and not so subtly. Can you imagine another four years with this nut job? You know, like. Shit, I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton because I don't like her. Oh, my God. Was it Sunday morning, the Today Show <laughs> had this like homage to Hillary Clinton or like tribute thing where it was like the dude, I can't remember his name, but he goes out and he's doing an interview with her and he's asking her all these questions about like, she's reading the script, the victory script that she never got to read and all this stuff. And my, my dad was like losing it. He was like, why the f are they? And I'm like, I, it's, it would be one thing if it was like, Oh, you know, she, there was mass voter fraud and you know, somehow or whatever. Apparently, what I think they were kind of getting, like the reason that they did this, and her, she specifically mentioned it, was uh, Jim Comey coming out and announcing the investigation stuff right before. And she's like, I am convinced that if he hadn't done that, I would have won the election. And I'm sitting there like, I read the room, woman. Like, you don't get this at all. And I, I did. All right. I voted for her in large part because the alternative was repugnant. And I, I, I could have, I mean, I, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not justifying it. But I'm just saying like, I did not agree with everything that she stood for in a lot of ways. I was like, maybe she will just continue on a lot of what president Obama had kind of started. Right. I know in your mind, look, I was eight years younger at the point, all right? I was still in my 20s. I didn't have that much life experience. God. It wasn't that I long mean, ago. It was only like five years ago. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not saying, like, I, I just, I'll tell you, like, look, the, the safe bet that the Republicans had for non-whites back in the day, it's no longer there, right? 
And if you're falling for that, then God bless you. Like, but I'll be honest, if you're if you're not careful about either party, you're gonna get caught up in a marketing message that doesn't benefit you or your family in the future. That's and that's the sad Yeah. That's the sad part. That's the part that I And if you keep focusing on the federal elections, you're a bigger fool than what you you you, you play on TV. You, you yeah, we should we would all benefit greatly from spending more time in getting involved in our local elections. Yeah. You know, like and that's something that I've I have actively been working on here since we moved is like understanding who the candidates are, you know, like now that we have <laughs> So it, in Carolina Beach for the longest time, you know, like they have paid parking in the summer um, and yeah. meters and stuff like that. In the winter. Yeah, I love Carolina Beach. Know, that's wonderful. Uh, in the off season, so the winter, it's free. They put little covers over the meter and they don't collect. And it's supposed to be like, oh, the people who live here year round and the other people that are still coming, even in the off season, like you get this little. That's it. A- terrible idea because guess what i'm gonna start doing in the winter coming to carolina beach yep. that's not terrible it's winter now i'd love to see well, it's you. terrible it's <laughs> <laughs> but it is like a little bit of an enticement for people to come down and for the businesses around them right and the employees and stuff like they don't have to pay for parking and whatnot anyways the outgoing town council i believe none of which are retaining their seats voted in favor of year-round paid parking after the new election. So, like, the new town council has been elected but hasn't been installed yet, and the outgoing council is like, yeah, let's go ahead and do paid parking year-round. I don't I don't hate that, though. Does it – like, what does it improve? $65,000 in annual revenue. That's it. Okay. Sure. Sign me up. I don't want you to move here anymore. You know, just like no, <laughs> and, no. But I, but I but look at it this way, right? Getting in front of those expenses, like I'm sure that that 65k goes to something, and, and hopefully they're presenting the budget, right? Of what that 60. They claim if it doesn't, that the reason they're doing this is to keep pace with the paid parking lots in the area like the private paid parking and that's lots. that's that's stupid yeah. that's stupid what they should do is but if it is goes ban the private paid parking lots and just put a freaking parking garage near the boardwalk they have a massive piece of property that is completely empty right now i don't know like i don't live there so i, I don't know the answer to that no question, i know but i think that it's, it's it's tricky i understand that it's not it's yeah. not a I just – it's one of those things where – I know it's not the same, but I look at it as like Trump nominating Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court on his way out, right? If that if he had done that like after the election. But you can repeal just can. about any law. You can. And they and they that's, will. That's and the, that was like their whole argument was, well, the other the – other, the new town council coming in will have plenty of time to review it. In my mind, that's just kind of like, well, then why did you bother to vote on it anyways? Like, just because it, it's a, it's an I gotcha, right? I and that's what people they. I think what they're trying I to do people... is take the part of it is that one of the town council members who's leaving is ran and got elected to mayor. 
There you go. And so I'm sure he's like, let's push this through so that the old town council gets blamed for this. And then when the new town council comes in, we're going to be like, well, they already voted for it, and we've decided to leave it in place. Then you repeal it. You base like those are those are. Like, I mean, I would, you would, but Will Lynn Barbie? Yeah, just, but I, I don't know. Will you Lynn? Yeah, Car- Will you? Carolina, Carolina Beach, Will you please Lynn? do the right thing. Will you? <laughs> or tell Lynn? tell me what the sixty five k goes for. Will you? <laughs> you gonna you gonna do it, Lynn? I voted for you. You owe me free parking. You're an idiot, yeah. <laughs> like what? It <laughs> is so stupid. You're like you're like calling out the mirror, like, yo, do your job, B. I'm like, gonna tag him. I'm gonna suck. cut that. And it's gonna be like, I'm watching you. It'll just be my video feed. That is so terrible. <laughs> but I but I I I think that um that's another beat. Good lord. Um I'm just frustrated. Like, like Patriot, whatever his name is, like, he's not important to me. But Patriot 1996. Yeah. You got to put Patriot in your name. Like, you're a douchebag. Okay. That's right. First strike. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't I was so disappointed. I was really hoping it was some, like, Russian or Chinese bot. I went immediately to look and I'm like, oh, he started the account in, like, 2010. That's way too long ago. Yeah. If it was like 2020, but, 2021, I would have been like, yeah, we got a bot on our hands. Yeehaw! He's a like. To be fair, I mean, like, we got a bunch of conversation out of it, a bunch of tweets. It, we didn't get any other no, engagement, a, but. You got, you got to bleep this word out. He's a Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it again. He's a You cannot say because it's a um, racially charged word, but he's a I mean, I've got enough bleeping to do, so don't hold back. Just he's a yeah. There you go. He's a and that's what he is. That's how I really feel about it. And I wish <laughs> and I wish I could have said that on Twitter, but last time I did, we got suspended. that's true. <laughs> so I will say I really appreciate you not doing that. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, and this is not to like completely change topics because I have no idea where we're going with any of the rest of this episode. By the way, I assume that Matt has given up trying to get back in. Yeah, Riverside, please fix your mobile app. Uh, I, okay, so I, yes, but at the same time, like, does your son not own a computer? Uh, long story. Um, he has to buy a new computer. Apple's shitty touch bar. That's why I would recommend that you do not buy a touch bar. Apparently, have a motherboard issue. I, and it's gonna. You literally just convinced replace me to it. spend another eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, do not, don't buy shit with a touch board on it. I had, I had one of the the first generation MacBook Pros that had the touch bar. It wasn't the M one. Yeah, um, don't buy that shit. I, I mean, it touch wasn't mine. It was a company touch. computer uh, before I left the area. That was the one that I had. I finally got upgraded to that, and it was silly. Like the touch bar, it was basically just like. The function key. What did I call it? I said touchboard. No, you call yeah. it a touch bar. You should have corrected me. I, I thought yeah, you said I, it right. I want to be clear. It's a touch bar. It's garbage. Apple should never put that. But on it's literally just the function keys paired down yes. to whatever it is that you're using. 
And it switches with the Apple. Well, that's what I'm saying. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But and the only yeah. time that I thought it was kind of neat was when was when I was like on Spotify. But I literally like I have the pause all of the buttons that I need right here in my function. I'm just saying, okay? Like there was one time where I found it minorly useful and it wasn't even that useful. How's that? Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. God, you're just so judgmental. I am because, like, I think that keyboard shortcuts, like, that's why I hate Windows. Like, I can't it's not a keyboard do shortcut. Shit. Yeah, like, I don't, I never use my mouse. I rarely use my mouse in an entire working day. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, it's inconvenient to have to go, oh, look at the, like, anyway, I love Apple. But what are you going to say? So, yes, he does have a computer, but he's in this transition phase oh, it's been six hundred dollars yeah. to fix something that should not be a problem no. or buy a new computer yeah. yeah matt if when you inevitably listen to this podcast so that you can hear the part that you were on hopefully you don't just stop right there you're like well i'm not on the episode anymore so i don't really care what these guys have to think to be fair i'd understand that but yes yeah, spend the money uh just hit your dad up he's got plenty <laughs> My kid's at that age where she keeps asking me how much money is in my checking account. She's like, how much money is in your bank account? And I'm like, that's a rude question. She's like, why? Is it because you don't have very much? And I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> no, Yo, I got my plenty of money. I got more money than you can even count, girl. Yeah, my daughter keeps like, Yo, can I borrow some money? She's in college. She's a broke college kid. <laughs> And I never get it back. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Come on. Kids don't yo, I would borrow say that, yo, money. I know. I would be like, yo, just let, let me get like $20 or whatever it is. Yeah, like, but it makes you feel but... ever so slightly better. It's like, can I borrow a tissue? You know? Like, you're not going to give no, that tissue ask... back. But people say that. Well, just say, let me let me get like, let me hold $100. <laughs> okay, here. All right, well, now me... give it back. You held it. Game <laughs> yeah. over. Or let me get like, you know, pop, can you give me like a hundred bucks? Like, okay, whatever. Or at least give me an option to say no, but you can't say like, but you can't start conversations out with, let me no, borrow. I, well, like, okay. You can, if you do actually intend to repay it. Right. But who, who intends on doing I, that? I mean, I did and do. No, I mean, I do. Like if I have to borrow money, if, okay, I am very fortunate that I'm at a point in my life right now. Where, in large part, thanks to me finally selling the house that I lived in for 18 years, I have some money in my bank account because I finally cashed out all that equity. Um, but the point is that for a long time, there were times where I'd have to be like, hey, could I borrow 100 bucks, you know, to pay X bill or whatever, especially in college. And then I'd get paid right. and I'd pay my parents back. And then I'd be like, can I borrow $300 because then I'd already spent more money. <laughs> And then I never paid that back. But I would pay it back sometimes before I borrow more money. No. I, I mean, I do think that's part of it is there's probably like an inherent like desire to want to repay it at some point, even if you acknowledge that the chances of you repaying it are slim to none. I mean, I know that right, there were times right. like well into my college career when I'm like, hey, can I borrow X amount of money? My parents are like, borrow, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do all the time. You know, my kids never borrow money from right. me. It's like, why don't you say, yeah, let me get a hundred dollars. Have we'll you ever said that to him? <laughs> no, because I don't want to embarrass well, him. Uh, you really think you'd embarrass him if you said that? 
have you met my kids? Yeah, we were literally just talking to one of them. Yeah, so you like come on, they're like they're pals. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, like, you're not the kind of person that would be embarrassed. So I don't think that your kids would grow up to be like. But I, I, you're you're probably right. Yeah, it's a it's a parenting challenge. I have no, trust me. (sighs) Parenting challenges. Like, if you're not going to pay me back, just just say, yeah, let me let me right. Just give me a hundred. But that's hours. that's a lot harder <laughs> of an ask, right? Like I think that's a lot harder to be like. No, I I know what you're saying. Like from your position, you're looking at both ways. Whether you're saying borrow or give me, you know, going into it, like I ain't seeing this money again. But as it <laughs> as your kid going into it, you're like, man, you know, like, hey, pops, throw me a hundred bucks. You're gonna be like, hey, f- off, like, right? Yeah. But if you, uh, yeah. Books are really expensive this semester. <laughs> and I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten in weeks. But when you say you're going to borrow and you don't pay back, it's an integrity problem, right? And that's what sits in my head. That's it's okay, like but you say you're going to do all something, the but more you don't... reason to address this with your children. You're right. I'm. You're not wrong. I'm saying I like know. that's a parent. I'm just. Challenge. I'm being you in this situation. Yeah, I know. It's annoying. Well, I'm the, now you know how I feel. I'm so all the time. But I love, I love my kids, and I, and I, I'll be I honest. Love like, you and too. I think it, I, I, <laughs> I'm glad I can. Like when my kids ask me for help, I don't feel impeded, and I can do so. Like, and that feels good. But it's just a matter of like, yeah. Like speak plainly. Like you're borrowing it from me, you're gonna pay me back. If you're not borrowing, just say hey, let me yep. let me get a hundred dollars. I mean like I again, you know, my kid's eight and I deal with similar things. She's not borrowing a hundred dollars, thank God, but um but yeah, I mean like where you're trying to to some degree, right? It's not about necessarily your interactions with them going forward, it's about setting the expectations for how they interact with the rest of the world. Right. And so that's, yeah, like I completely understand that. There are so many times where I sit there and I like correct my kid saying something and I'm like, why am I correcting her? Like, I know what she meant. And I'm like, oh, because not everybody it's is going to see it that way. And right. so then I'll explain that. Right. Be like, hey, you probably know that I know what you meant. But the reason that I'm I'm telling you that this is how we sh- you should approach this is because it's right. going to help you further on. Right. It, it it will help you to develop, you know, better relations or whatever to get, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Well, in real talk, the implications like outside of your house are never what you like kind of prescribe in your house. Right. And like, you don't want you. I, I, I always say, speak like, tell me what you're saying. Like, don't I, I don't want to like, I know what you're saying, but just tell me what you're trying to get across. To oh, me. I love it. Like, she'll um, come home and I'll be like, she'll sit on the on the chair. And I'll be like, all right, it's time to do homework. And she'll think for a second. And all of a sudden, she'll sit up all excited. And she'll be like, actually, I earned 50 points in school today. And I chose no homework for the day. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't get anything from your teacher. So let me just message her real quick so that I can confirm that that's true. Well, (laughs) don't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, why shouldn't I do that? I was like, stop lying. Get your homework out and get it done. Okay. Yo, you want to hear about lying? You want to hear something funny? I mean, is it going to embarrass one of your kids? Because if it is, hell yeah. 
it's 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 gonna embarrass my wife. She's gonna be so pissed. So I, I I called her today. So we uh, we bought her a new iPhone, and I don't know what she did, but I don't think she's I don't think she was supposed to change the SIM card, or I don't know what she did. I really don't know, but it wasn't working. So it's like lunchtime. I'm like, oh, let me call my wife, see how she's doing. We talk for a little bit. I'm like, yo, your phone's really dead, right? I'm like, yeah, that sucks. You got to fix that when you get home. She's like, yeah, we're talking a little bit more. <laughs> she says, all right, I, I love you. I'll, I'll call you later. I'm like, How are you gonna call no, I'll, I'm like, you never called me in the first place. <laughs> like, what are, you, <laughs> what are you doing? She goes, oh, I just thought, like, I, no, you didn't think. I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> like, don't lie to me. You, you didn't call me the first time. I called you. Like, give me that. Like, I, I called you because I was thinking about you. I miss you today. And I'm like, yeah, let me call my wife up. She's like, okay, I'll call you back later. I'm like, you didn't call me in the first place. Like, why Why are you such a liar? But um, anyway, yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. You didn't think no, it, funny. it did. It just made me think of something else. Uh, is your wife a liar too? No. Not that I know of. Um... <laughs> No, I... but she'll never know because the average person will believe. Like I, I could have got off that call saying, "Yeah, my wife called me. She loves me." I'm just saying. No, I mean, I, I, I'm hip to the. That's game. yeah. <laughs> no, so what I'm thinking about is that the other week when you were talking about uh, what love is, and you, you know, you and your wife having a disagreement, and then you getting up in the morning and making her breakfast and bringing it to her, and her response to that. I recently tried the same thing. <laughs> Epic burn. I mean, maybe my breakfast wasn't very good. Uh, I did not have the same results. So. <laughs> it was the first time you did it or something? I, I don't think that. Certainly not the first time I've made breakfast and brought it to her in bed, but I don't normally like, do it. And <laughs> so that's the problem. That's the problem. That was the that was the setup. Like I often bring my wife. Well, but I get that. But coffee. I'm like trying to trying to show like, okay, we may be having a disagreement, but like I'm still thinking about you, and I still care about <laughs> you, and I bring it in. And I'm like. <laughs> Here you go. And she's like, thanks. And I think she ate like half of one of the pieces of toast and maybe drank like a sip of the tea and then was just like, she threw the rest of it away later. And I was like, Andre gives the worst relationship advice. I'm never listening to that guy again. Like this is my real life right now. Like, I'm sorry. No, I know. I please laugh. It's I. I told the story because I knew you would find it absolutely hilarious. But it's just like this is this is my life. Is it's like I hear stuff from other people who are like I did this and so and so is like oh this is this love and I do this and I'm like it's like what's this asshole think he's doing? He's gonna buy me off with some hummus and cucumber toast. I'm like, no, it wasn't about buying you off. I was just trying to be nice to like <laughs> let you know like That's I'm not way. I'm not upset. I'm still thinking about you and I care about you and I love you and 
I was sitting here like kind of, uh, you know, like I. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, like I said, I I shared this because it's yeah. I know it's funny. Like I know it is, um, and because I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that my wife never ever ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> but you know what? She should have done though. Seriously, like that's gonna be part. It's it's gotta be something you normally do. Right, so I normally make my wife breakfast on the weekend. I guess like that's where I was struggling so, was I felt like the stuff that I normally do was getting nowhere. Really? Yeah. Do you normally cook? Yes, I cook like ninety nine point nine percent of the right, so time. Con- consistently, you you take your wife breakfast or or whatever. Like I you get, make a yeah, meal I mean like 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 outside of dinner yep. or like whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'll make her lunch and bring it to her. I'll make her breakfast sometimes and bring it to her. It's not outside the normal for me to come in with a cup of coffee or now a cup of tea and some breakfast. You must have really effed up. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Well, I do know, but... I know I really effed up, and I still got the same. Well, and that's... (laughs) I mean, I guess I, you know, like... No, it's just... You know, like, I I shared that photo on our... uh, on our social media feeds of like my washing machine that's apparently anti-white now. Yeah, that's um, funny. I, but I guess funny. my wife is too. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that, but like, it's no, just all. You must like I, you must really have to up, yo. Like, um, I don't know how you roll in that department, but like, I never go too far outside the lines. <sighs> you must have effed up. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it's all a matter of perspective and relativity in this case. Um, you know, I straight up, like, I, I'll be honest, like, one of the, like, so to, to the dudes out there listening, um, like, here's a, like, a meal is the, it diffuses a lot of arguments, right? Like, people cannot argue and eat a meal together. Right. It's just not normal. Unless the food's really terrible. Secondly... Unless, unless, well, yeah, that's that's the pretext. Um, but, and secondly, you can't take shit personal, right? Um, and it doesn't, it's not about the guy saying it or the woman saying it. It's about, like, one of you have to be smart enough to know that it's not personal. It's about the issue that got them upset, basically. It's how I look at it. So my wife says, like, she says some stuff that's just kind of, like, funny to me. I'm like, yeah, she really said that shit. And, um, it, I don't take it personal. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Right. Like, I don't, I don't react to it. Now that's not good all the time because sometimes you're like, I said this to you. I'm like, yeah, I, I heard you. I'm going to keep moving though. But it doesn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, it bothers me. But what do you want me to tell you? You want to, you, you want to fight with me about this? <laughs> right. Um, so like, I'll tell you something that'll make you laugh. So there are three words I can no longer say to my wife. <laughs> And they cracked me up. Um, she said, I said, <laughs> my wife, she'll drop stuff, right? And I'm like, oh, why are you so clumsy? She hates that word. She's like, you cannot call her <laughs> She cannot, cannot call her clumsy. You, Riverside. Like, my life isn't shitty enough already. You gotta give me these <laughs> damn she, repeats. Sorry. 
Then, uh, what was the other one? I said, we're talking, and I'm like, why are you acting like such a clown? She hates that one. I can't call her clown. Yeah. <laughs> and I never call my wife crazy, but I say nuts. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of nuts. <laughs> and I say it in general, like, casual conversation, because I don't like that word. So I can't say, I can't call my wife nuts, a clown, or clumsy. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious. I'm like, all right, whatever. But she got so, like, like... It was funny the the when I like each time I said those words to her, she goes, "Why would you say that to me?" Like how like, offended because... she got. Yeah, I'm like, what? And she was like, "Why would you ever call me clumsy?" I'm like, "Cause you drop shit all the time. <laughs> You're clumsy." She goes, "I don't like that." Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. But but those are words I just kind of grab yeah. because they're like you know it, to like, you they're to like be. words of affection. Like you yeah, love like, how clumsy she is. Like it's cute to you yeah. when she drops stuff. It's not you're not like, ha ha. You drop something, idiot. <laughs> you know, like that's me. I'm like, ha ha. You drop something, idiot. Except I'm looking in the mirror. But you, but vi- like all the time, it's like I I find in relationships you can't take shit personal, and I I think that's probably no, like, part of why your breakfast failed. I guess I don't know. I just. It's been, it's been challenging. I mean, I'm like, uh, are you, you, but you still live with your parents. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. And that's the problem. My mom doesn't necessarily listen, although she's trying to listen more. I got her subscribed on Apple podcasts. Finally, she was like, subscribe me to your podcast. Uh, I'm 99.9% sure my dad doesn't ever really listen anymore, but they uh flew out today to go to portugal to go visit my sister so oh, um uh, my sister who does listen sometimes um and her husband what's your sister's name katie again? katie hi katie if you're listening the only way i'll know you're listening if you actually respond and say yeah hey, you have I to like comment on something somewhere anywhere um she won't no because i don't think she really listens all that often love you katie i understand why um but they just had their first baby, a little baby boy. Congratulations. Uh, Grayson. Katie's husband's name in Stefan. Katie and Stefan, that's dope. Congratulations. Um, I'm done with that race, but congratulations. Uh, enjoy all your sleep. Grayson's a dope name. That's a dope yeah. name. Um, but yeah, so where was I going with this? I don't know. So you're you're probably don't have the pressure of being with like your entire family. Oh in the house. yeah, thank you. So they went to go visit them for the holidays, um, and so they left. They, they, in fact, I think my mom just texted me and like two days ago. No, like today. Um, they were supposed to leave at like four forty-five, and apparently the plane when it came in from Atlanta uh, to Wilmington broke the landing gear, <laughs> so they had to get a new plane. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah right that's uh, don't put me on that plane but uh yeah, yeah so they're going to portugal they're going to be gone for the next three weeks and so we have the house to the three of us plus the two dogs um so i don't know like i'm hoping that that helps some but it's it has been a very difficult challenge for me the last couple of weeks um personally it's been well, you you estimated that your house would have the remodel stuff done by November, October. November. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
good luck update with that. on that yeah. for those that are curious and watching at home um the kitchen cabinets are installed Woo-hoo! Mm-hmm. uh i have flooring and tile i think tile is going to start early next week and then flooring okay. will be right after that um and then we have a little bit of plumbing left to finish up, I think, just with, like, the bathtub and the master. But that should be the majority of what's left. So you're probably looking like mid-January. Uh, Mid-February. No, mid-February. End of January. You're not going to get... No, nope, mid-February. Stop it. It's true. Because, like, the holidays are going to affect you, and that's probably why... I don't celebrate holidays. So I don't expect anybody else to either. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be launching my new website on Christmas morning. And so I don't care if you (laughs) asked off, you need to be here. And if something goes wrong and I can't get a hold of you, there will be consequences and they will be severe. Yeah. You're probably looking at mid-February more realistically. because This This is is why I don't talk to you. You're so pessimistic all the time. I'm just kidding. I love talking to you. I'm being accurate. Yeah, I know, but that's um, not helpful right now. I want to feel good about something. <laughs> okay. You'll feel good about saying mid-February to your wife so you're not getting your ass kicked. No, I, the and goal your, is... It's like she, Trump's... She likes your hummus no, on toast. No, it's like Trump's health care plan. <laughs> It'll be about two weeks. You're going to have infrastructure week? Yeah, (laughs) two more weeks, the house will be done. I have no idea why my wife won't talk to me. I can't, yo. I can't. Oh, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have... Gone off the rails. started out... Yeah. um, I mean, it it happened pretty quickly. Like, we had three topics in politics, and we spent an hour and 45 minutes talking and i i love it was, it. it was a bit it's a big one and that's good it's it's like uh it's it's conversations in general like you should be able to talk about something and it's not prescribed and i think that's dope it's our new um, hashtag or new, new so, catchphrase for our podcast conversations in general <laughs> conversations, so it's like yeah. regatta it's in about... D, but conversations in general oh. if this was a music podcast and I... i'd be slaying it right now Get it? Christmas, sleigh, Santa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. I, I I don't know what to do with that. I'm just saying, like, I don't think Here, I know what to do with that. But... Ah, you beat me to it. Thank you. <laughs> Can so, I just say, I'm I, um, I, as much as I loved having, I know I keep interrupting you, and I'm sorry. I'll let you finish up in just a second. But I loved having Matt on for the little bit that we did. He better join us next week or some other time because I want to have like a real conversation maybe after he gets his real computer. Um, I was really disappointed that we didn't have friend of the show Joe on this week only because I did change up my whole background uh, essentially for him. (laughs) And I brought a special gift. Oh, where'd you get that from? This was one that I think my mom bought for me at one point when I was into comic books way back in the day. What's the, that's like an 87, 88. Uh, It might be newer than that. Look at the, now look at the 95. Yep. Um, but yeah, I remember getting and reading this comic book like as a kid 
and being like, F- the clan, man. Yeah. If you like, I knew from the hair, like, uh, like I used to, I'm not a good comic artist. I'm just not good yet. I haven't had a chance to practice, but you're doing did, that thing that I do that you always get really upset about where you're underselling your ability. <laughs> no, I'll tell you this. I can appreciate that. Like I study a lot of the artists back in like forever. And I can tell you probably just with some accuracy of the time period of when those comics were printed just by the art design. Um, so yeah, but anyway, nobody cares about that. I don't um, think that's true. Uh, I actually think there's probably a decent chunk of our audience that would love us to have like maybe next week uh, if or at some point when Joe joins us again, we do like just a dedicated to comics episode. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Um, I do want to say this, like I we do really appreciate the comments. Um, yeah, Gra fifty five or whatever. Yes, dude. Thank you. Um, that was that was <laughs> waking very, up to that very... was like. So he had commented on like the the Tesla video first, and I we, still need to reply to that. Can we just say we or just like we don't know if it's a he or she? Okay, fair. They. they. Yeah, it's fair. I yeah. So I don't want it. Like I'll be honest. Like sometimes. No, you, I, Understood. This is not me being PC. Just well, that's like, where I was with Patriot seventeen seventy six, and you were like, "That's a dude." Yeah, but I saw his face. Well, yeah, but well, that's assuming that like, he puts his picture on there. I have my well, picture on there, but it's from when I was sixteen. I don't look anything like that anymore. Still a dude. Actually, no, I look right. exactly anyway. like that. You're such a liar. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Gra fifty five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on YouTube, like. <laughs> such a stark contrast between the conversation we had on YouTube and the conversation that we had on uh, Twitter. That was one of the things that I like this dude person, excuse me, left a, an incredibly well thought out and insightful comment about our social media video on TikTok. And when Andre and I both took the time to reply and be like, you make excellent points and kind of not even like rebut right but like kind of bring up some of the other stuff that we talked about in the video we had like a really nice dialogue back and forth and that like again if if patriot 1776 had come at it from more of that standpoint where it's like you know i can understand the desire to want to label all republicans racist or all racists as republicans but you know, there's really a lot of history on both sides. And I think that it, you know, like, here's why I feel like this is important for us to have this conversation. Boom. Totally cool. But instead it's like, nah, man, Democrats are Republic are racist too. And here's like a bunch of flimsy evidence on it. And it's like, if you have legitimate evidence, please share it. But I'm not like what you're sharing is not, is not backing not, up the point that you're making. Yeah. And so uh anyways thank you very much for your comments um please continue to enjoy the videos and to continue to comment uh as you can see like both of us try to engage regularly on our different platforms um when we can and when we feel like the conversation actually warrants it which is pretty much every time like you you hit us up we don't really have that much better to be doing uh especially on the weekend Mm -hmm. I, I think it's. Although I the Broncos did win this weekend, of, so it, good, good, kudos. Yeah, to that's you. true. Yeah, 
Teddy Bridgewater is just giving you like just enough hope that he can then dash it on the rocks again. God, um, I think every I think every uh, conversation is important. It's just the intent behind it. Um, and to Patriot whatever seventeen seventy six again. What is seventeen seventy six? Like I don't even. Is that like an important year or something in America's history? The Constitution. What is the yeah. Constitution? I don't. So, was there a declaration so, uh, of something uh, in that year? Just, I, I think so. It's possible. Oh, that's right. Um, the Declaration yeah. of Indi- of in- Independence. Oh, yeah. Independence. I thought it was in indent yeah. my pants. <laughs> I mean, it's so unique. And, I don't even uh, know. Creative. What is this episode? I don't know. I think we just. I I will give this to Patriot, uh, whatever. Patriot um, Poopy Pants. That's your new name. I, I don't really care about that person like that. Here here's the thing you got to understand. Like most people won't even acknowledge your existence. Or here's something I've said to people many plain times. I mean it. You know, I'm gonna sleep with my eyes closed and wake up, and they're gonna be open. So what you do or say doesn't change that for me. But I do appreciate the fact that you engaged. So you do, res- like, people de- deserve a response. Sure. Um, doesn't mean you change opinions or, like, anything. Is and it doesn't like, mean yeah, that our I'll response engage. is going to be very nice. But Yeah. I do think, like, I will say your your response was kind of childish. And, like, you didn't do the homework of actually even listening before you, like, reached out. Yeah, so I did. F you for that. No, you're, oh, you're boy. oh, you're talking to uh, him. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So if you ever want to, like, I'll even do this. If you want to be a, like a guest, like hit us up. So, I am so glad you said that because I was like this close to posting something on Twitter because to be clear and Patriot 1776, if you happen to, for whatever reason, decide to check out this episode of our podcast and listen all the way through. Uh, no, screw that. We'll even make it a point. To make a clip to sure. invite you on. I almost invited him so, on via and, Twitter, and then I was like, uh, maybe not. But I'm glad you said that. No, because, intentionally, yeah. Because, yes, yeah. like, let's have the conversation. Come on. Like, if you... Yeah, you Put your big boy pants on and, like, well, like get at us. Like, Well, I'm saying, like, get at us and have a conversation. Because I think it, it's intellectually dishonest to, like, have a grievance and not actually discuss the facts. So I would love to talk to you, probably not around the holidays, probably like after yeah. the holidays, but um, we will definitely make a clip. We will even tag you in the clip to say, hey, by the way, no hard feelings. Let's have the conversation. So there's no pretense. It's just like, let's have a conversation. So, yeah. Totes. I'm not afraid. My goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at any rate. Shut up, <laughs> We're glad you joined us. You can always find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts. Tune in. And for the adventurous people out there on our website, com, you can find our RSS feed. Put, put that into your favorite RSS reader. I, I love Plex, and Plex does not pl- pay us, but... No! God, please, no! <laughs> if you're looking for more content, go to our website, com. You can always find us at Chris and Andre. On Facebook and and at Chris and Andre on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you have and Instagram, because I, I don't I don't really. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any comments, 
send us an email at comments at Chris and show dot Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I swear to God. That's the last one. Okay. I swear to God. Uh, you can always hit us up. And for my awesome son, sorry we had some technical difficulties. We're, we're definitely going to have you back on to uh, once we get that fixed out. Uh, to Patriot1776, in, in all serious, seriousness and sincere, sincerity, we'd love to have you on to actually discuss your points. And, and um, we can make it a whole episode about yeah. you. We can just talk about the, the things that you disagree with in our, our position. And we would listen and obviously just have that conversation. I think that's one of the most important things that's missing from the dialogue about politics. It's not about disagreements. We can all narrowly agree on what we disagree on, but can we talk about, you know, the actual facts and points that we like to bring? Well, and where so, we do agree, right? I mean, I, and where that's we do the agree. other area that I just think we've missed out so much on. We focus so much on the disagreements that we've missed the commonalities that we all share. And I think, yeah. you know, if we could focus a lot more on that, God, we'd be getting so much work done right now. Yeah. And I don't concede to your position. I'd say I think it's worth having a dialogue. I'm not going to sit there and be a keyboard oh, warrior yeah. or, or a thumb type. Like, look, I'd love to hear your position and, and the things that you find important to you. And I don't want to be disparaging. Neither, neither does Chris. But let's have a conversation. The and <laughs> that's fair. Let's have the conversation. Let's figure out where we can actually say, hey, you know what? Great points. And let's move on. Or, hey, that's something to consider. And let's work together. And so we can bring more people along to make the country And that's better. something that is yeah. much e more easy to do over a podcast video chat interaction than it is over 280 characters on Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. I guess it's never going to be a thing. So, as always, I'm Andre. And I am still Chris. <laughs> and we're super glad you joined us. We'll talk to you next time.